An optimized website can help you grow your service-based business online, bringing in new leads and sales on autopilot. But how do you get people to come to your website in the first place? Now, while you can use social media, email marketing, and ads to drive people to your website, you don't wanna have to work all the time to get those new leads. That's where SEO comes in. SEO or search engine optimization just means that you're setting up your website to get found on Google, Bing, and other search engines based on the content of your website. And when you want your website to generate leads and sales for your business, especially as someone who provides services for your clients, you need people to visit it regularly. Now, how do you get it and your business found in Google? with a few tweaks to improve your SEO. Now these tips will help you improve your website's ranking in search results, attract more visitors, and boost your bottom line. Let's go. You're listening to the Captain Coder Podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that can help you scale your service-based business online. I'm your host, Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. Now you may be wondering just how much value can SEO really bring to my business? After all, don't you have more control over other marketing strategies? Don't you get something a little bit more exciting out of our social media? Now, here's the cool thing about SEO. It compounds. When your website is built to be seen in search engines, you're not doing work that might only be seen for two to three days. Instead, you're creating something that can be seen for years down the road. Now, one page can literally bring you tons of new visitors, leads, and sales for months and years at a time. Now, when someone is using Google and search engines, they're looking for a solution to their problems right there and then. They're the warmest lead you can get in your business. Basically, with SEO, you're going from being the hunter for those new leads to the person your leads are hunting. That's pretty cool. What do you do now to improve your SEO can have a positive impact on your business years down the line. Now, okay, before we dive in, SEO can be a tricky subject. There are so many experts out there that honestly make SEO and this whole industry feel and seem like a really huge, complex thing. Now, in part it is because Google is constantly working to improve its own algorithms and product. But at the end of the day, SEO is really about providing the correct answers for Google's customers. Now, they care, Google cares about their searchers getting an answer that works for them. If your website is catered to the searcher, rather than Google, you're gonna build an SEO strategy that works well for a very long time. Now making your website SEO friendly is called on-page SEO. It just means that you followed some best practices to communicate the content of your website to Google. So how do we make that happen? (laughs) All right, well the first thing we wanna do if you haven't done this already, is create a free Google Search Console account. That's linked in today's show notes. 
Now, back in the Wild West days of the internet, you had to submit your website to Yahoo and other search engines in order for it to ever be listed. Now, Google can actually crawl and find your website on its own now. Usually, it takes about a month um, for it to find a brand new website. It's faster and just more accurate if you have an account and you submit the information to them. You're taking control, basically, of how Google crawls it versus letting Google crawl it on its own. Now, what this does is ensure that not only your website is crawled by Google more often, and every page of your website is indexed and recorded in their system. So again, it's just far more accurate when you have a free Google Search Console account than it is to just hope that they find the information that you want them to find. Now to do this, to create this account, you have to claim ownership of your website in some way. Now, if you already have a Google Analytics account, it'll probably just auto-verify it for you. But if not, Google will walk you through a few other ways that you can basically just show them that you have control over the website you're submitting. This just keeps people from getting information and access to sites they uh, shouldn't be getting information from, right? Now, from there, you'll need to submit something called an XML sitemap. Really, all this is is a specially coded page on your website that lists links to every single page in the site. Now, whether you use WordPress, Squarespace, Wix, or other website builders, you're going to be able to just Google and see how to find your XML sitemap. So literally just search XML sitemap Squarespace, XML sitemap Wix, and you'll be able to get the link that you need and be able to follow the prompts in Google Search Console and submit it. So Google is gonna start changing up their records and indexing your website on a more regular basis. Now I have seen for new websites, this all gets taken care of sometimes within 24 hours. For existing websites, it can take a couple weeks for things to be fixed in their system but it's gonna be fixed a whole lot faster because now they're going back and crawling your sitemap on a regular basis. So now that you can get listed in search results, you want people to click on your listing. Now you do this by writing something called meta titles and meta descriptions for each page of your website. If you have a WordPress website, you can add the free Yoast SEO plugin and it'll give you some guidance on how to do this. Now with a word, <coughs> when a result, excuse me, comes up in a search engine, what you are actually seeing is that meta title and meta description in that search engine results page. So I have a screenshot for today's episode where you can see what my website looks when it's listed on Google, but literally just Google anything literally any search, and you're gonna see a whole bunch of titles and descriptions, and that is literally what you're controlling. So that top line that you're seeing in a Google search result is the title, and the text underneath is the description. All this does is it gives the people who are looking a reason to click on your link versus someone else's. So having a properly written meta title and description with some kind of call to action can encourage someone to choose your website over someone else's. You are focused here on benefits and why 
they should choose you versus someone else, basically. Now, while you don't have a ton of space to write these, you have about 60 characters for the title and 150 to 160 for the description, you're going to be able to drive a ton of traffic back to your website if you do it right. Because again, they're going to click on your listing in Google search over someone else's when you even just put a little bit of effort into these titles. You'll be surprised how often these get neglected and how easy it is for you to jump over your competition when you do this right. Okay, so let's let's talk about uh, keywords because when you hear SEO, you're inevitably going to hear the phrase keyword research. Keyword research is the black hole that any entrepreneur can find their way down trying to figure all of this out. Trying to decide what you want to rank for can be incredibly overwhelming, especially if you are not an SEO professional. And honestly, this is where a lot of SEO agencies can take advantage of you like a bad mechanic. Here's the secret about keywords. You want to focus on how your customer describes your services not how you do. It is all too common for businesses to get in a cycle of trying to target their technical jargon and you know, as their keyword, and then they get confused as to why they're not getting seen by actual leads. That's because your customer doesn't know your technical jargon. You're the expert, not them. Instead, talk about your services in your website copy like they talk about your services. Now this admittedly is a hard mindset shift, especially when you're buried in your business. So the best way to do this is to go to places where your ideal customer is hanging out, like a Facebook group, and see how they're talking about what you do, or get a few on the phone just for a quick market research call. Ask them, When you are looking for this, what problem are you trying to solve? When you are, if you're going to hire this kind of person, if you're going to hire a bookkeeper, for instance, what do you think you're hiring them for? You'll be amazed at how differently you and your customer talk about things. But if you're not using their lingo the way they speak, they're never going to find you because they're typing into Google how they talk. Okay, so here's the less fun SEO tip. But service-based businesses that are doing great with SEO and getting found in Google search, they post regular, high-quality content. That means writing blog posts. (laughs) And no one loves this answer unless you're a prolific writer, but you need to write a blog post regularly that are informative, and engaging for your target audience. So if you want to do a search for any kind of question, how do I do XYZ, you're going to notice that a lot of the results in Google are blog articles. That's because with an article, you're able to focus on one topic and dig in deep. This makes it perfect for SEO. When you publish them regularly, Google knows when to come back to your site and find a new piece of content because you set up your Google Search Console account and it knows. So being consistent, like once a month, once a week, twice a week, 
with high quality content on your website can push you ahead of the competition, especially in a service-based business. This gets neglected all of the time and it doesn't have to take a ton of time, especially with AI tools like ChatGPT and Google's Bard that can help you get started writing blog posts. Don't let them write the blog post for you, but it gets you started and gets out of that mental block. Now with some minor tweaks, your website can be far better positioned to build and capitalize on traffic from search engines. I mean, hallelujah, we are starting to put in the foundational work. Now while I wish the only work we had to do for our websites was to work on the website itself, because obviously that's my jam, it's important to basically borrow some authority from other websites on the internet. These are called backlinks in SEO terms. And all that really means is that you're trying to get other businesses, other websites to link back to your website. What this does is shows Google that you have good, high quality content and answers to people's problems because other people think so too. When they list you as a resource by linking to you, it creates a little SEO boost to show that you are trustworthy. Now, before you have go worry about any of this, I've got three really easy ways to start building up some backlinks to your website. Now, the first step, go and create a Google My Business listing. You might think, but wait, I work from home. Do I have to list my address? The short answer, nope. Google has updated system really a couple years ago to allow home-based businesses a bit more privacy by letting you hide your actual address and use only the area you live in. Now, this is called a service area and it allows you to better attract local clients. Now, the nice thing is, is you don't have an address on there. You just get shown for listings in your area when people search for somebody near them, Um, but your address doesn't get listed. Do they ask for your address? Yes, but it doesn't mean it's going to be shown on Google either. Now, let's be real. Google loves it when you use its products. So you can get a good SEO boost just for having a Google My Business listing, but you want to also post content on there kind of like you would on LinkedIn or other platforms. Now, you can take that Google listing up a notch and ask for some reviews. If you have customers that you know are super happy with your work and your services, circle back with a quick email and ask them to leave a review for you on Google. They don't have to be in your local service area to write a review for you either. So like I have customers that are in Tennessee and Chicago and Colorado and um, (laughs) South Carolina. Like they don't need to live in, in Wichita, Kansas in order to leave a review for me on my Google My Business listing. Do make sure, though, that when you ask, you're giving them the direct link to your listing to make it easy for them to take action. Google sees reviews as a sign that your business is trustworthy and reliable, which helps to improve your overall search rankings because Google likes showing things and websites that actually can help their customers. Again, this is all about the searcher. They're just trying to help the searcher out. Okay. Now, we want to get some people outside of our local area. So how can we grow our audience to people all over the world? Build it up through other people's established 
audiences. One of the best ways to get a link back to your website is to either write a guest blog post for someone or be a guest on their podcast. Often as a guest, you're able to not only provide great value for their audience, but they'll also provide a link back to your website and other resources from their own pages. And it's not just their website, but potentially from the podcast listings. So in Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other places, so you're going to get multiple backlinks from one podcast guest. Now, this is one of the best ways to build up links to your websites that are actually uh, make sense (laughs) because it's coming from other high quality content and sources. Something that matters to Google when it takes those links into account. They don't want it to just be a random directory listing per se. They want it to be something that, you know, actually looks like it's somebody with some kind of authority. Now, getting in front of a new audience can be a fantastic way to not only increase your traffic, but boost your online authority and build your SEO ranking. Okay, now I know that SEO is a lot, so don't hesitate to listen to this. Again, head to um, cappedcoder.com forward slash 069 to read the podcast transcription if you need to build on this in your brain that is available for you. But SEO is one of the best things because it is never a sunk cost for your business. You won't do a ton of work to see something just get views for a day or two and then go away, never to be seen again like you would with a reel or a post on other social media platforms. Instead, Your efforts in improving your SEO build over time and the efforts compound to get better and better. Now, if you're ready to stop tracking down your ideal customer and instead have them come find you, it's time to give SEO some serious thought. Now, if you want nine other ways to get more leads and more traffic to your website and improve that bottom line, then I have a free resource available for you. If you head to cappedcoder.com slash leads, you'll be able to download my free guide with 10 ways to get more leads from your website. If you loved our episode today, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share this with an entrepreneur friend of yours who needs to hear it. Now, if you have questions about today's episode, reach out at cappedcoder.com. That's C-A-P-T coder.com or on Instagram at Captain Coder. Thanks so much for tuning in and talk to you next week.